good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. Welcome to Man in the Mirror. I am your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, with our fantastical co-host, Michelle Johnson. And we are just truly excited, Michelle. Welcome back to the show, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Hezekiah. Excellent, excellent. I'm truly and honored as always tonight. You know, we have an author, another author this evening. Tonight we will be we are welcoming author Desiree Collins. Welcome to the show, Desiree. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing fine and I'm so excited. You know, we got a couple people. We have a person in mind that, you know, always you know, bring me some good people on the show and, you know, tell me this talent that's out there. And it's been an author myself. I just love hearing the stories of how many of our other authors got together. But as always, before we get started, we're going to um, start in prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you for our lying down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for health. We thank you, Lord, for strength, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for grace. We thank you, Lord, for mercy, Lord. We ask you to continue to bless our guest tonight as she tells us her story about her books, how she got started in writing, and just gives her give us the 411. We just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and are going to do for this show tonight. We will ever give you all glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And if you, you know, if you guys are calling in, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. Michelle will be in the chat room if you, anyone that logs in online. Um, she'll be covering the chat room. And um, if you have any questions or comments, please press the number one on your phone on your phone. And you will be put into our queue. All right, a little bit about tonight's episode. Um, Desiree Collins started writing love stories at the age of nine. I'm like, okay, wow, nine? But by the age of 11, she started writing songs. She really didn't know how to write a book when she first started writing. So she joined an organization called the Black Writers Guild that gives aspiring authors and and already published ones help with the writing process. They had different speakers every month give their insight into everything from book reviews to getting copies written. She enjoyed the segment, and after going for a few months, she was able to type up her manuscript. She then met Mr. Leroy McKenzie, our good friend, at one of the book meetings, and he told her he could help her publish her book. And as she says, so you see, a little perseverance goes a long way. So now, with no further ado, we'll bring back on Miss um, Collins. And Desiree, come on, tell, tell us your story. Because at the age of nine, okay, who's writing love stories? That's my issue right there, okay? You're only nine years old. So if, if I'm right, you're only in the fourth grade at nine years old. So, yes. you know, if that fourth, fifth grade, so, you know, how did you get that that process of writing? Because most people at that age don't start writing because, you know, they're just trying to manage first, second, third, fourth grade. So they're trying to get through. But you had a mindset somewhere in you that you just wanted to write. So tell us your story, you know, of how you began your um, writing process. 
Well, when I was younger, I was always into music and writing, and I've always enjoyed English and spelling, and was always good in those subjects in school. So I guess the writing just came about naturally because I was good in those subjects in school, and um, I always used to daydream in school, so I just started writing little love stories when I was a, a young child at nine. And uh, by the age of 11, I was writing songs. Um, I would hear a beat. And then I would get down some paper, and uh, I would get some paper and then start writing the words down. And then uh, it stopped for a while. After a while, I didn't do it. And then it started back up later on in life, and I thought, hey, I'm getting better at this, so why don't I? But um, that didn't come about until I started having these different thoughts to myself. And then somebody, and then I would text the thoughts to different people, and they told me they liked them. So then someone said, you should get published. And then I never thought about it. And they they just kept telling me, you should get published. You should get published. This is really good stuff. And so I really didn't know how to write a book. So I joined the Black Writers Guild. And the Black Writers Guild is an organization that helps aspiring writers and already published ones with the writing process. And so I started going to the book club meetings, and then after a few months of going, I was able to type out my manuscript. And I met a published author there at the book club meetings. His name is Leroy McKenzie, and he said, I can help you publish your book. And so we decided to work together, and then I put out my first publication. Okay, okay. Let's back up a little bit because you had a lot going on right there, you know. So basically mm-hmm. you started writing about things that you were um, writing about and, and that subjects and stuff that you like. And then you started writing yeah. songs. So what type of songs were you writing? What were the uh, themes of your songs? songs? Some up-tempo songs, but mainly just love songs, ballads, things of that sort, things that, that say um, I love you a lot or songs that say uh, I want to be your girl or something like that, those types of songs. And uh, I oh, started okay. doing so that when I was like... Uh-huh. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I started doing that when I was like 11. And then I, I started doing it again later on in life. I stopped for a while and then it came back to me. And then when it came back to me, I was writing about heartbreak and just love in general and I said okay so I got better at this and I saw that when I started writing as I got older I said well maybe I can get these songs so I actually do have some of my songs copywritten and because I sent them off to the copyright office in DC and I do have some of my songs actually copywritten okay so how old were you? Because you said later on, you know, you stopped for a while. And then you said, hey, let me back up. So you're basically a, okay. So you are basically mm-hmm. a romanticist. That's what you are. Yeah. You, know, you like, you know, you started early about roman- romanticism. So you're basically a romanticist. And you like those songs like Luther Vandross when they sing them love songs and all those, you know, that, you know, yeah. way back when, when they just talk about love all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you and then you know later on it came back to you, and you say you were in your thirties. So we almost talking about somewhere like twenty years later, it came back to you. Mhm. Okay. 
So what, what was going on in between those uh, that span of 20 years? Oh, just life itself, just life in general, working, <laughs> trying to get things together. Okay. Not really trying thinking about writing together. a book. I really didn't think about writing the book until I was in the process of writing it because I was just coming up with these different thoughts and I was just putting the, the thoughts into my phone and I saved them in my emails, but I really didn't know what to do with them. So then after getting coerced into it, after someone kept telling me, well, you should become an author, you should you should write a book, you should get published, I thought about it, and then I said, yeah, I think I'll do that. And then I started going to the book club meetings to give me tips on writing, and uh, they would have different speakers every month, and they would give you tips on everything from book reviews to getting copywritten and uh, everything about the writing process. And so I thought, hmm, I go to these book club meetings and maybe that'll help me become a published author. And so that's what I did. And I really enjoyed the book club meetings. And, and, and I'm, I'm also still a member of the Black Writers Guild today. Okay. Good. Any thoughts or comments on the show? I'm just listening to the story right now, but I, I think it, it really is awesome that you started – at such a young age. So starting at such a young age, I guess like our our parents don't always realize or see the potential in everything that we may may do. And to me, it was kind of unusual to, you know, have that affinity towards writing, um, you know, love songs and all that at such a young age. So I guess, like, how did your parents feel about it, or did they support you, or or what kind of happened there? Well, my mom's deceased, but after my father saw the book, he really enjoyed it, and uh, he really liked it, and um, I titled it, well, the publisher, he titled it, it's titled 52 Ways to Say Love, because there are 52 weeks in a year, so it's a different way to say I love you for every week of the year. And it's just a different, and it's just a compilation of different love expressions that I came up with, all original. When I just had some time to myself, and I figured that I wanted to put them down on paper and do something with them, and I wanted pictures to go along with the words. So in the book, there are pictures that go along with the words, and they coincide with each other. And it's just really a nice read. It's awesome. a very nice read. So now, did your dad um, support this or know that you were really doing this when you were nine? Uh, I don't know if he knew about it when I was nine, when I was a young child. I don't know if he knew that I was writing little love stories because I would just be alone in my room and thoughts would come to my mind and I would write it down on paper. And they would just Mm. be little childish things, you know, love stories about infatuation or, or romance. Nothing serious. So I don't know if he even knew that I was writing at that time. Yeah, I thought that was, you know, at a, a nine-year-old today, I think a parent would be kind of concerned. It's okay, you're writing love, love stories and stuff like that. You know, some parents would be concerned <laughs> today because with so yeah. much going on, okay, what's wrong with you? You know, what, what you what you've been in or what you read and how you get into it. So yeah, uh-huh. but you know, but you are you, and I would always say a person like you were mature mature for your age. You know, you are yeah, extremely mature for your age. Mm-hmm. 
I think music influenced me a lot and uh, caused me to write different things because uh, sometimes when I would uh, be listening to music or I would read the words or lyrics to a song, that would later on help me to write my own music. Just by reading the words or the lyrics to someone else's song. And then later on when it came back to me, I started writing my own lyrics and then someone was reading my lyrics. Wow, that's almost like an author we had on um, a little while ago. She said she started listening to the words to um, songs and actually started writing her books from the words to a song, and then they started mm-hmm. to become a series. So you're saying your greatest influence and in everything that you started basically came from music. Well, music has been a big influence. I believe, uh, I don't know if it's been the greatest, but it has been a very big influence. Okay. And, of course, a little bit of imagination. Okay. A little bit, a lot lot of bit of imagination. Because, you know, you just just heard a song and then just came up with um, 52 Ways. I'm sorry, what is the book called? Thoughts of Love, 52 Ways to Say Love. Amen. Thoughts of Love, 52 Ways to Say Love. When I seen that, okay, she, I hope she's talking about 52. I'm going to feel stupid. I hope she's talking about 52 weeks in a, weeks in a year because, yeah. you know, that's a lot of love right there. Yeah. And that's <laughs> excellent. That is excellent. It's a different way to say I love you for every week of the year. Amen, amen. We don't it's get like enough of saying I love you. Mm-hmm. It's like buying fifty-two Hallmark cards at once. <laughs> because hey, man. when so you do buy you, a Hallmark you... card, you're only getting one saying. But if you buy my book, you're getting fifty-two different sayings, one for every week of the year. So it's really a nice gift. Okay. So now, okay. Desiree, okay. is your is your book? I guess is it more so geared towards? Um, helping people to, I guess, share love, or is this stuff yes, that it people can, be can just reflect that. on personally? Like, yes, both. Like, okay. okay. Both. Yes, you can, uh, if you if you are in a relationship and uh, you don't quite have the words to say and you want to be romantic, uh, the book can help in that aspect. If you're alone and by yourself or single, and you just want to feel better about yourself or you just want to feel good, the book can help with that as well. And uh, But uh, it's mainly uh, the pictures in the book do have pictures of couples. So I would say the book would be more geared towards people in a relationship. But single people and people that are not in a relationship can also get a lot out of the book themselves. Okay. okay, I'm glad you put that up. All right, go ahead, Michelle. No, go ahead. I, I, I'm glad you put that up because one thing I say about love, and people really don't understand that, and that's why we have so many relationships that are just upside down, inside out, or backwards, or crazy relationships, because, you know, when you said single, we have to learn to love ourselves first. And once right. we learn to love ourselves, then we won't learn. It's nothing wrong with reading something to yourself like that or, you know, because if we don't learn to love ourselves first, 
what happens is when that person comes along, well, we will else? accept. How can you love? And then how can you show someone how to love you? That's my concern right, right there because if if they can't love you the way you love yourself, then the issue is then why why are you with them? Because if you love you some you, like I love me some me, then you know you're not going to let anyone come up into you and say, well, I love you, and they're not even showing it, because love is an action word. So, again, you know, single single people out there, if you're listening, you know, for a book like this, you can get it, pick it up, read it. But I always say learn to love yourself first, because then you set the parameter, excuse me, parameter, that when anyone comes around you, if they ain't loving you right, oh, okay, fine. I, you know, I can do better, bad. What's that old saying? The show, I can do bad by myself. I can do bad by myself, and I can keep it moving until that person will come and love you the way you're supposed to be loved. Because love is a hard and a strong word. Everybody will say, love you. Christ said he loved, but he showed us. He died on the cross for our sins. So when someone said they love you, all they want to go that extra mile. When they read a book like this, you know, um, when they read it, when they, you know, we put it out there, get her book, it's on Amazon. We have it in our, um, in our event page. You can click on it and go straight to Amazon and pick up the book she has. Um, so, but um, I like what I'm hearing because, again, like I said, everyone needs to know about love, how love, but it starts with you first. Yes, it does. I agree with that statement. It has to start so, with you first because – go ahead, Michelle. No, I was going to say on, along those lines, I was going to ask Desiree. So I guess, like, have you I'm – just, I'm just being nosy or I'm curious to know. But so as, as the person who's written this book, and you're talking about 52 Ways to Love. So oh, uh, here it comes. Would you say <laughs> – what? I'm just curious, like, would would you say that you have gained this knowledge or whatever because you've been challenged in love, or do you feel like you've gained the knowledge because you've you've uh, really experienced, I guess, the, a good kind of love most of your life? Like, I know sometimes the experiences go back and forth, but I just was curious to know, you know, where are you pulling pulling all this from to, you know, to one important I've always put a book been like there. a I've always been like a romantic person and I've always loved love and loving feelings. And um I must say that it's 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 a good feeling to be loved and it's a good feeling to also love and extend love. So uh I would say some of my influences came from music and just um just getting to know myself just just doing like soul searching and knowing myself and that's how the different sayings came about so more like self-love yes okay well and and you know what so if that's the case then i would definitely say you know even those um of our listening audience who are single then they can get that same thing like you were saying from the book. I know you were saying maybe geared more towards couples, but, you know, if that's how your journey was to get to this place where you wrote this book was more yeah. self-love, then that's the, the the audience could definitely, your readers could definitely follow that, I believe. So I would say, I would say it was really for everyone. 
Yes, it is a book for everyone because everyone can get something out of the book. And you don't you don't have to be in a relationship to enjoy the book. You can enjoy it as a single person not being in a relationship. You can just reflect on the sayings and just know that you're speaking to yourself or these sayings are speaking to you. And they can help anybody. They can help people with a lonely heart or they can help people that are with someone. Amen. Amen. You're listening live. You're listening live with um, Man in the Mirror with Hezekiah L. Montgomery and Michelle Johnson as we um welcoming Desiree Collins to the Man in the Mirror platform. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash dash and dash the mirror. We're just having a good talk because she's showing us 52 ways of saying it because, you know, saying love. I can see somebody, this is just me in my mind, see somebody with a book, you know, looking at the one they love and they just reading straight out your book or they just having a good time, you know, just reading it or a couple reading it together. The Valentine's yeah, book should just uh, viral. Yeah, because, uh, um, you know, if, it, if you're in a relationship, um, you know, your spouse or your mate can be in the tub taking a bubble bath and you can be in the bathroom reading some lines to them. Or they could be cooking dinner and you could be reading some lines to them. Or you could be massaging their feet reading some lines to them. Just different ways to express that you love a person. Right, right. I I love it because, well, you're a helpless romantic. So, you know, this is this is how we are. You know, we got to show love. People today don't know how to show love. People don't, you know, today don't know how to actually say, I love you. You know, people, you know, that's just it. A lot of men have issues with saying they, they can express it, but many ways they don't know how to show it. So with something like this, you're helping them, you know, you're giving them a boost to say, hey, yeah. this is just a little boost to help you out. You know, you don't have to, you know, this is not the, the, the Bible on it, but this is just a little boost for that little romanticism just to help help a brother out because some of us need some help once in a while. You know, we don't know yes, what to say or what to do. <laughs> Hey, hey. The spark that can lead to a flame. Right. Excellent. Uh-oh. You got to watch out now. Yeah, but that's the good thing. So I know that, you know, I know everybody should have been trying to get your book for Valentine's Day so they can, um, you know, have a have a good to that. You know, a book like that would be good for Valentine's. But um, yes, are there any... Yes, I actually mm-hmm. did do a book fair uh, this past February 5th, and I was at Lexington Market on February 10th and 11th promoting and selling my book. And um, I was just letting the people know that, uh, you know, if you're looking for that special Valentine's Day gift, uh, the book would be a great gift for that special someone. Damn. You hear that, folks? Great gift, special someone, two words, a few words, great gift. Two words, great gift, other two, special someone. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Uh, you're, um, any more comments, Michelle? No, I'm good right now. So is there any um, insights on a, another book coming out? Well, I do have some writings in the work for a second book, but um... – that hasn't uh, transpired yet, so I'm just uh, waiting to see what's going to happen with that. 
as as I get more writings, uh, I know I'll put it into a manuscript and uh, get it published as well. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of people always come to me, well, how long did it take you, Hezekiah, to write your book? And I told them three years off and on. It's a process. It's not something you just have to sit down and do. It's not a lot of people think it's something you do. I spoke to a couple couple uh, people last week, and I told them, "Look, you just got to start. If you don't start, you're not going to you're not going to get anywhere." Because a lot of people think you got to do a lot of work, even if you take ten fifteen minutes to start, and after that, it'll start to build. But if you don't start, you won't have an end. Well, I got to write that one down. Exactly. I like that. It took me if you don't start, you won't to write my book. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, see, I walk. I, I don't feel bad anymore because a lot of people think is you just doing this every day. You in life, you said you started at a fourth grade, so you're nine years old. So then you did it for a while, then you put it down. Twenty years later, you picked it up. So yeah, that 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 was your process. I think God said, okay, this is the time. You have a talent. Writing is a talent. Writing is an art. And you picked it up and you said, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But you didn't rush right into it because you said you still had a, li- had a life. You had to go to work. You got family. You got things to do. So many times we want to write. And even me, myself, you want to write. But you may not have the time to do it every day on an hour. So it, it's a process. So you took that process, took your time, and two and a half years later, you had your you had your book together. You did your research. So when I tell people it's a process, but you have to take the time to do it because a lot of people say I want to write a book, but I really don't think they do. They like the idea of writing a book, but I'm honest with you. If you want to do something, you will do it, period. You can keep saying you want to do it, but it never gets done because, again, Ms. Um, Ms. Collins, she didn't say she wrote her book overnight. She it took her two and a half years to get it done, but she did it. She didn't stop. She didn't put it down. Oh look, I'm tired. This this ain't gonna happen. But she did it, and that's all people need to realize is that writing is a process. You really have to understand what writing is. It's a process. You know, some people. You know, I don't know. You know how Hollywood makes it seem like you can write a book overnight. Now, if you can do that. And you all for it. If you can write a manuscript overnight, go for it. But if you you know, if you want to, and she's a witness, you have to start somewhere. Am I, I agree. am I right, Miss Collins? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're Did right. Did you have right any there. difficulty? Did you have any difficulties in writing, you know, while you were writing a prop book? Uh, not much difficulty. Um I just didn't know where to start. Start when I started writing the book. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know how to get all of my thoughts together on paper. And I found that to be a little bit difficult because I was like, well, how do I start? How do I write a book? I don't know what to do. And then I saw a flyer for the Black Writers Guild and I said, well, maybe I should join this club and maybe they'll help me with the writing process. And so I did and then it worked. Excellent, excellent, excellent. We are, Miss, uh, Miss Desiree. I know we're about to go to break, so I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna ask 
uh, something, so I hope I don't get in trouble. I don't know if uh, Hezekiah was already planning. On too late. Go ahead. Too go ahead. Go ahead. Too go ahead. Too late. But go ahead. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? Hezekiah. Writing. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Now, um, I I wanted to ask Miss Desiree because I I guess like I'm really curious as to how how you wrote the book and everything, you know, with these thoughts or reflections that you have. And I don't, I don't know, you'll have to agree to that. So you can let me know if, if you agree to that and then we could, we could go ahead to break. But I really wanted you to um, read a, like a small little excerpt or passage to kind of give the audience an idea of, I guess, how you, how you put the book out there as far as these reflections that you had on love. Do you want me to read that? Ooh, now? Do you want me to read it now? Yeah, no, you got a few minutes. We give go to. We going to break, but I want you to break? get it ready because I, mm-hmm. I like that idea because I, you know, I'm like, okay, I want to hear it now. You know, good, good one. <laughs> I'll let you go this time, Michelle. Good idea, <laughs> but I want her to read because you know we want people to hear some of your work. You know. You know, that's why I got her as a co-host, because she makes me look good. Oh, but anyway, we're getting ready to go on break. Um, we have a couple notes from our sponsors, our supporters, uh, Music Instruction for Our Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set an appointment to talk to our instructor, and please visit our new improved website at www.mefileinc.org. Also, please join our Music Instruction for Our Learners Incorporated on February 26, 2017 at 4 p.m. Um, as Mefile Inc. students do another 12 and 12. They are going to 12 churches in 12 months and doing many recitals. The next church will be Great Saint, Greater St. John Full Gospel Church, located 1806 North Patterson Park Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 21213. See you there. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. I'm sorry, a Curry Boss Project. Okay, we're going to take our break, and this is a song that the Lord put on my mind this week to find, and it's called Say a Prayer. We'll be back in a few minutes.
You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson, as we welcome Ms. Desiree Collins to the show tonight. This is a dynamite young author who has a book out there, and the book is titled Thoughts of Love, 52 Ways to Say Love. And um, you can call in at 917. If you haven't, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash the mirror. And um, Ms. Desiree is about to do a re, uh, you know, reading something from her book um, that Michelle asked her to. So are you ready, Ms. Desiree? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to read uh, two, uh, two, two, uh, two different uh, sayings to you. Uh, this one is number 35, Make History Together by Being in Each Other's Presence. And number 44 says, I just want to be led by you into an unending journey of love. And there are pictures that go with the words. I love those. Oh, so got, okay, I like that. Thank you. Okay, well, I guess go ahead, Michelle. I know you want something else. Go ahead. No, no, I'm good. Uh, I I just like that because okay, so I, yeah, I was trying to like figure out. I'm like, well, how does she put the put it out there, and like, what is what is really coming? And also, um, I was doing a little sneak peek of you on Amazon as well. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> But um, I do like how you do it. It's like you have the the picture that, you know, is kind of magnifying what the words are saying. But I like that, um, you know, the sayings are kind of things that you can say to, I, I don't know the right word. I'm, lo- I'm lost for words. A word. mate or a spouse. Well, yeah, say to them, but almost to to encourage them or inspire them or just let them know how important they are to you, that kind of thing. Yes. Yes, you can you can breathe love or speak love into another human being just by speaking kind words to them. And can I look can I can I can I read one that it's it, I, in the preview it's like my favorite one. Can I read it? you to take it for granted. 
Because if you truly love someone, this would be something nice. Buy her book. It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. And it's on a um, paperback. So buy her book. Um, and um, just peruse through it, read it, you know. So when that special someone comes into your life, or that special, if you're with that special one, you have a plethora of ways to show love from this book. Um, cool, you know, I forgot to do this, but I want to make sure. Um, give us your contact information and, and you know, your about your Facebook page and all that. So if they want to contact you or if they want to become a friend of yours on Facebook, because I actually did put all that in the um, um, event page. But, you know, give us your contact information. And okay, so if my they want contact, contact information. You for... Mm-hmm. My contact inf- okay. My contact information is love sayings page at Facebook dot com and I'll spell that L capital L O V E Sayings S A Y I N G S and that's spelled with a capital S and page P A G E at Facebook dot com. And when uh that page is the page that I usually have uh when I'm gonna do an event I'll post it on that page to let all of my Facebook friends know what event I'm doing and where it's going to be and what time it's going to be held. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And if you are, if you called in, you have any questions for our um, uh, author, Desiree Collins, press it. Um, again, calling at 917-889-2271. Press the number one on your phone. And you'll be put in our queue because we would love to hear from you. Yeah, I'm sure she would love if you have any questions for her because we've been asking 101 questions. We're going to continue until the end of the show. But we're just having a good time. We're just having an excellent time finding about that. I love um, hearing the process of authors themselves because I know mine was a process. So I know, and hers was a process as well. She, as well. she started a little earlier than I did. I was at 11 and 9 years old. She, I wasn't even thinking about writing. I hated writing at 9 years old. But this young lady's been writing, you know, since she was 9 years old. And she was inspired by, um, you know, love songs and music that was out there. So do, do a little recap for us about, you know, how your process actually started, um, Ms. Desiree, if you don't mind, for people that may have just joined us. Well, at one time I was going through a process of doing some soul searching, trying to find out who I really was. And I think in doing that process, I started reading different books and I started listening to a lot of music. And then years later, as I started writing, I knew that that's where the writing came from that process of trying to find myself and getting to know myself better. And then years after that, that's when the book came along. And uh, the sayings would just come to me when I just had time alone to myself. I wouldn't really be thinking of it, but it would just come to me. And I would say to myself, wow, this is really nice. I've got to write this down. I had to put this on paper. I had to put this in my phone. And then I started doing that, and then I did. I really didn't know what to do with the sayings, but so I saved them in my email and I put them in my phone. And then someone just kept telling me, "Oh, you should be published. You should become a writer. You should be published. You should write a book." So I took their advice, 
and uh, now I have a published book out, and I'm I'm very happy with my first publication. I'm really proud of it. Um, it's a nice, a very nice read, and um, it's a it's a joy that I put it out, and I feel really proud of that accomplishment. And I hope to do a second book, and uh, I just hope that the people that have bought copies of my book really enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the writing process of putting it together. Excellent. And and that's the best part of being a writer is when you get out there and you've taken time to write your book and it's the process. Cause again, people don't understand the process, but once you understand the process you say, okay, okay. And we want to get a, a shout out to your, you know, who's your publisher? The, uh, JNF Enterprises. Go ahead, give your shout out to Mr. Leroy because I'm I, I'm sure he's listening in. Hi, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, you want to give out to you know Mr. Leroy McKenzie because he's a good guy. We we met a yeah, while ago. Uh, he has I a mean, publishing company out called JNF Enterprises, and JNF means Jesus never fails. Well, see, you just educated me. I'm I like that tonight. I feel mm-hmm. good. Jesus never fails. I like that. Yeah. I never knew and what JNF really, meant. Yeah, that's what it means. Jesus never fails. And I've gotten some really good feedback from the book about the book from people that have bought copies. Uh, a lot of people have said that uh, I, I even inspired a Filipino woman. She was listening to a radio show I did back in 2015. And uh, she, uh, heard me talking about my book and how I got started writing and now she's writing poetry and she has about four poems written. Hey man. Hey, so I inspired her see, to write. So you never know who's listening. Uh, once you put it out there, you never know what kind of audience you'll get, but I'm glad I inspired someone to start writing. She probably never knew that writing was in her, but I'm I'm sure everyone has a book in them. So if you want to start writing, just start doing it. And uh, if if I can write a book, anybody can, because I really didn't know how to start the writing process. I really didn't know how to put my thoughts on paper and how to just get it all into book form when I started. So by me learning that, it's, it's a skill that anyone can learn. Everyone has a book in them, and people uh, write many different books on many different subjects. And if you really want to write a book, just go out there and do it and don't let anything stop you because it can be done with a little hard work and determination. Absolutely. You go, girl. You tell them. I like that. You you are the spokesperson for the for the writers out there. If you got, you know, I like what you said. If you can write a book, we if we all can write a book. I say the same thing. If yeah. I can write a book, you can do it. Anybody can do it. But you have to commit yourself to doing it. And as I said earlier, it's not going to happen all overnight. Everybody, no, I don't hurt time. Yeah, you do. You got you got time. Even if you got ten, fifteen minutes a day to write something, take that time and use that time. Say, okay, I'm going to write something. Because I, tell, I always tell people, sooner or later, that time will start to expand. But if you don't start, finish. Because if you don't start anything, how can you finish it? What did you do? And, again, I tell people she took a year of a 20-year span, but after her first started writing, when she was a little child, 
And as an adult, 20 years later, she started writing again, and then she said, okay, she started doing her research, got into the Writers, writers Guild, did her research, found someone, started writing that book. You know, because, you know, sometimes we need them um, people that's going to coach us along. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Come on, you know, ask you questions. Are you finished yet? What's going on with the book? Those are people God put in your life to say, hey, how how are you doing with the book? You know, how far along are you? Because I went through the same thing. When I was writing my book, I had a pastor kept asking me, are you finished yet? What's going on with the book? And I'm like, why does this man keep asking me about this book? But that was <laughs> he was concerned. <laughs> right, he was concerned. God allowed, okay, God put him in my life to say, hey, look, get this book finished. So I kept pushing, kept pushing until I got it done. And, yeah, it's a process. And like we tell everybody, you have to start somewhere. You yes, have you to do. start somewhere. You have to start, you know, we make excuses. And that's one thing about us adults today. We make excuses for everything. You And I like what you say. You put something in your phone. You put something on an email. So wherever, whatever you was doing, you know that you jotted it down. You jot it down so you can come back to it. And now you have had a full manuscript. Because everybody be surprised when a manuscript looks black. Because I kept all my manuscripts. <laughs> I'm just that type of person. I keep everything. So once you see the process, then you say, oh, because everybody see the finished product, but you don't remember what it looked like before. Because <laughs> right. you see all that, all that, all that printing that you did, you know, all the printing you did yeah. and stuff like that, and corrections and stuff like that, and getting into the editor. That's the process, and I love the process of my first novel. I'm actually working on my second one as well. So it's the process that I enjoy because, yeah, you it's a you you don't know what you're doing. You think you know what you're doing. And I did mine different. I wrote a check. I wrote a title first, and they okay. What are you going to? You wrote a title, and then I just wrote from that. And then sometimes I wow. did it backwards. I, okay. I, I wrote, and then I said, hey, "What are you going to do?" I gave it a title. And for that, that process may not work for everybody, but it worked for you. Exactly. You you have to find a process that's going to work for you. But the first yeah. it, it, and and people probably laugh. It's not going to be a process if you don't do anything. That's true. So that's where that, 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 that's where if you don't once do you anything, get started, it's not a process. Yeah, and once you get started, you'll find that you actually like doing it. You'll find that you actually really get into writing and and getting your book published. It'll be something that you'll wake up thinking about. It'll be something that'll stay on your mind until the part, uh, finished product comes to fruition. You won't part, you won't let it down until it's finished. And the best part is once it's published, you can say, I am a PA. <laughs> They're going to say what? A published author. A published author. author. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, what are we talking about? I am a PA, a published author. And I was proud. My, You know, my first book came out on tax day, so I hope it's still tax day. I don't remember. But um, April 15th, 2000 and. 13 tax day it came out on amazon on the ebook so and that wow. and, you know rediscovering okay. kai has gone through a um going through a process itself and it's still going through a process so because you know sometimes you never always quite finish what you started it's out there but sometimes you can always make changes 
But the thing is, you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. Hint, hint, Michelle. Any comments, Michelle? No, I'm busy taking that hint. Stop trying to call me out on air. <laughs> Who, me? Oh, I would never do anything like that. No, but seriously, I I like to hear the stories of, um, you know, different authors. I, I know a lot of authors, and so I like to hear how everybody kind of got started because, yes, Desiree, if you hadn't figured it out already, I, I've been trying to write a book for a while, and the trying has not produced anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Just keep going at it. it, it when I when I went to the book club meetings uh, for the Black Writers Guild, there were people there that had been working on books for seven or more years. I think there was a person there, and uh, when asked uh, how long has it taken them to write a book, I think they said about at least seven to ten years. So it, the writing wow. process is different for each individual. What works for uh, Hezekiah may not work for you, or maybe you have to get all of your thoughts on paper first, or maybe you could put them in your phone or or even put them in the email like I did. But whatever works for you, find that system and go with it because something will work for you and you will get it down. Uh, it will come to fruition if you continue to work at it. But if you let it go, it will never be. Well, I thank you for that encouragement. Don't be like Hezekiah. Call me out on air or in public. (laughs) I thank you since he did it. I thank you for that because, you know, I take all of you guys as as inspiration. Uh, And like I was saying, I do love to hear the different ways that people have put their books out there. Like you were saying, I've heard all kind of stuff to, from, you know, like um, Hezekiah was more so like writing, just steady writing for for several years. And then uh, I've heard of some people saying like you can, you can call in your book and someone else will transcribe it if, if you, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm, I'm bordering on that idea because I can tell a good story, but I can't seem to sit down and write one. <laughs> Oh wow. Okay. So but I but but I thank you for your words of encouragement and yes. um with that because I, I know Hezekiah's gonna ask me, do I have anything to say? Um, because we are we are actually winding down. Um, so as we're we're getting into our last three or four minutes here, uh, I just wanted to say to you thank you. Thank you for writing your book. And, oh, and you're I welcome. Say this, Thank you. Yes, I say this to people because, you know, you never know what your book may do for somebody. And you were given the example of the, the one young lady and, and what your book did for her. So just like that, it's going to be many others that come along um, the path and find your book and and it changes their whole life or their perspective or may even save their marriage or cause them to look at love in a whole new and different way. So we thank you for allowing God to use you in the way that he has and for putting the book out there. Okay, thank you. 
And amen. And thank you for educating us tonight as well, because I never knew. And um, I never, you know, you asked probably better than I did. I never knew that JNF meant Jesus never fails. So I got a little mm-hmm. education tonight. Um, as we're winding down, as Michelle said, do you have any closing remarks? I just want to say that uh, to anybody that's trying to write a book, don't let it go. If you really want to write a book and if you really want to get your story out there, go for it and do your best to get published. Uh, Join a book writers club like I did, if that helps. And uh, if you don't know uh, what to do with your work, just write something down on paper. I mean, uh, a rough draft. And then... uh, put it into a, a well-typed manuscript and it will, it will come to fruition as long as you work out or as long as you work at it. And as long as you stay at it and really get into it and don't give up because when you give up, then you fail. See, a lot of people think failure is when they did something and it didn't work out. Failure is really giving up. As long as you don't give up, you don't fail. Uh-huh. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening in tonight. We are tr- we have truly enjoyed our fantastic interview with author Desiree Collins. As always, Desiree is now part of our Man in the Mirror family. If you have any questions or more more information, it is in our event page. Please go and support our, you know, African-American authors, please go out there and support her, buy her book. I'm sure, you know, from hearing, you know, number 35 and the one that Michelle enjoyed tonight, I'm sure that you guys will enjoy her book. I'm going to get it myself. Um, And I want you, you know, if you have any more questions, as I said, please visit our event page. And this, this is the end of the show. This is Hezekiah L. Montgomery. And as always, we We'll see you at the mirror.